Bouncing Death Kirk is a weekly Keyforge podcast focused on competitive play. The podcast is hosted by Kita Mode and Kodamarin. The show is here for listeners to gain a better understanding of how to evaluate decks, how to evaluate their own board position, and how to anticipate opponents' decisions. Without further ado, here's this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Bouncing Death Quirk. I am Kira Mode. I'm here with Kodamarin. How's it going? And today we're going to crack a pack. So for those that don't know, the way crack a pack works, we're going to take a random deck and open it, and then we're going to evaluate it using only the Archon card and using only two minutes on the clock, just the same amount of time that you would get at a tournament. After those two minutes, we'll then put the deck down and then talk about it for about five minutes or so to give some ideas on what we think about the deck, and then we will bring the deck back in um, to correct any mistakes you might have had on the first go-through. All right, so fantastic. One quick thing before we put the two minutes on the clock is that we are doing AOA decks now. Uh, We used to have these Archon cards in a nice order. Actions, artifacts, creatures, upgrades. Made it very easy to just kind of quickly look at cards, know how many creatures are in a deck, and know whatever. Um, But now it's actually a little bit more hectic. Uh, This is how it is in Sealed. This is how it is going to be when you're playing against AOA decks. You have to have a better understanding of the card pool. You get to know what order all the commons and uncommons are in, but you have to know what the creatures are. So uh, by the time you're ready, I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. All right, yep. two minutes on the clock. Today we have Quietus, Engineer of the Cubic Web, Dis Mars Sanctum. And what do you see? Uh, three Merrick the Mark. I'm already excited about that. That's one of my favorite Sanctum cards that's been in here. He's got a epic quest, and he and Abade are in Lion. They're all knights, aren't they? Yeah, I, think, I believe so. Alright, um, so I think there's a world where we actually get to pull uh, an epic quest off in this deck. So you got Collector Worm and Zookeeper. I like both of those cards. Um, I don't love the Carpet Flexum in any Sanctum list. Um, but that's whatever. Uh, let's see here. Counting Honest- the Mars... Honestly, Mars- I want to I take a look at the combo potential of this deck really quick, because that's what stands out to me. I see Library of the Damned, I see two Sky Booster Squadrons, I see mm-hmm. an Epic Quest, and then I see a Key Abduction. I think yeah. we're going to pull off a crazy Key Abduction with this deck. Uh, you could. You do have a Think Drone in here. Um, hmm. So, like, you know, between Think Drone and having Library of the Damned and having Epic Quest, you could reasonably just end up with, like, a lot of cards for Key Abduction, even if you don't necessarily have it for Epic Quest. Right, I think there's a world... Uh, I, I'm just thinking about the perfect game with this deck where you play all your knights, you epic quest them away, then you library of the damned a couple more cards, and then you have seven sanctum cards ready, you pull them all, play key abduction one turn, get epic quest the next turn, and then you just kind of won. Um, but otherwise, let's talk about just like the regular, how this deck plays. Decent capture um, with the Merricks, with the Abades. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Lash, there's a Shuler. Anything in Mars? Uh, Mars, like, the, the creature lineup's a little suspect, uh, but I do like the Red Planet Raygun. Uh, it has six creatures. Okay, that's reasonable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the deck down. Um, but yeah, I think, I'm excited about the combo potential of this deck. This is a deck that I would take to a chain bound, and I would try to, like, figure out how these cards worked. How, yeah. how crazy, like, maybe I can actually get this Library of the Damned to work with the Epic Quest kind of, kind of game. Yeah, the, um... The combo's real. I, I don't know if I would play towards it unless the pieces fell in the right order. Uh, because, like, the thing about, like, Epic Quest is I don't I don't really want to go for Epic Quest very yeah. often. Because, like, the the knights you have here are all pretty high-value on-board knights. Like, you want Merit to live. You want Abed to live. You want your protectors, both Lion. I believe there was a Chow, the safeguard in there, too. There was. 
yeah, so you got you got two different guys to get protection. So I don't want to lose them, especially because there's guys worth protecting in here. Like in particular, the uh, Zookeeper and the Think Drone are actually both very much worth keeping in this there, deck. There was also, I think there was a Proliferator. So there was actually, like there's some some plays to be made. Maybe there wasn't a Proliferator. Yeah, I don't remember there, seeing that. I, I think um, there was plays to be made in Mars. But I want to yeah. make a, a note about the Sanctum. Um, I know that I'm saying this and it sounds obvious. There's no doorstep. And the reason mm -hmm. I think that's important is I'm not allowed to Epic Quest because then there goes all that captured Amber yep. that I was holding on to. I think that's the big the big downside to me. Once I play that Epic Quest, all of my Amber runs away. But otherwise, yeah. I mean... There is a, there's, there's a Rustering Gwentis in here too. So yeah. you have Rustering Gwentis with multiple taunts because you have a Gub in the deck too. There's a Gub. Uh, so, and you can play it next to a Lion Beartrum. Mm -hmm. So there's ways where you can play Restoring Guntis and it's not eminently killable. And they they could just get hose off that. I think the Dis house had decent support tools in it. I mm -hmm. think I think I'm really looking at a, a main sanctum house, a support dis house, a bursty kind of Mars house, but just I think the creatures are a little suspect. I think there there were some there was a hypno beam. There were two red yeah. planet ray guns. Um can I put Red Planet Ray Gun on like Abe the Grim or something? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't think that goes on Mars creatures. I think you put that on any Sanctum creature. Yeah. And then, you know, that way, because you're going to be calling Sanctum a disproportionate amount of the time, you're getting free ping damage if you just have, like, two or three random Mars guys just running around. Yeah. And there was a gateway, which, I mean, is good to have. I like mm -hmm. having the unlock gateway just, just because, but... It's an insurance policy, right? Yeah. There's also going to be turns where you're behind on the board and your hand is, like... This event, this creature, unlocked gateway, and a library. And you're like, yeah. okay, so I lose the creature, but I still get the event, I still get the library, and I bomb the board. Before before we pick this deck back up, would you be afraid mm -hmm. to play against this? Um, so if I were, yeah, if I were like just at a at an event or a sealed or something, and I see someone open that deck up, the thing that I'm most afraid of is probably key abduction. Yeah, because there's there's very reasonable ways to get enough archive to get that off. I would be not scared at all of the epic quest because like epic quest it, it just costs them too much to actually use it but i mean there is a world where you play epic quest early archive zero knights and then you use um your library the damned to like passively archive a couple dudes and then you can get it off i think what the epic quest does for me is it makes me look at their sanctum as a main house and say okay mm -hmm. that's the deck of that's the house i want to deal with that's the, those are the creatures that i've got to get off the table um, I want to I want to pull this back and I want to look at the the removal tools in Dis. Sure, let's take a look. Call the weak. There's an amber imp. Like call the weak. Oh, that's, that's really it. it. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lash though. I didn't see that the first time around. No, yeah, the the lash and the shuler like they're helpful, but there's no help on amber control coming from Mars and a bunch of capture coming from Sanctum. No, uh, amp I mean, I feel like you really have to rely on just fighting with this deck to get removal and i don't like that yeah that's, that's what you're gonna have to do yeah you, well, you have to play your dudes the, the ray guns and the zookeeper are kind of cool yeah i i mean this deck isn't the greatest deck ever i think this deck could do very well in a sealed environment though just sure. because whenever you have a deck that has enough big bodies and enough dudes in a house that's relevant um on top of that you have things like your sanctum guys in particular like the lions and the shall safeguards and the protect the weak those cards value 
um, fluctuate greatly based on what they're able to protect. Right. And so having a Restoring Guntus, having a Zookeeper um, in the deck, that's actually a big deal that you could have that. But I, I don't know. Like, like, you're right. The removal tools are very suspect here. I think if I'm playing against this deck and I actually take the moment to, like, you know, suss out what my strategy is, I think I, I go, okay, they're protecting things that aren't actually threats, and they can't remove my threats. So mm-hmm. outside of the cold of the week and, like, maybe a Carpet Phloxum, how are they? Oh, Hypnobeam. I guess Hypnobeam is good removal. Yeah, Hypnobeam is good. I think with this deck, the big thing if you're playing it is you cannot fall behind too early. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, like, for example, let, let's say your opponent plays a turn one Dust Switch. I actually think you have to accept the Dust Switch and just build your board. No, you get to Hypnobeam it. No, I mean, if you don't have Hypnobeam, though. <laughs> because, like, here's the, here's the deal, right? What you could do, a lot of decks, what they do against Dust Switch is they will, like, say, play two Sanctum guys or something, mm-hmm. and then next turn just call Sanctum again to make sure you kill it and take a slow turn. That's not going to work with this deck because if you start taking these slow turns, um, they're just going to pump out more threats, and you're just going to keep falling behind. So you're going to have to take, like, a, a few turns to just build out a board of three of three houses and then deal with threats after that. So it's going to be hurting for a little while. You just have to hope that your opponent doesn't have these types of must deal with the creatures early you can build your board early and then you can answer with your board and then also you kind of need to not get board wiped at the wrong yeah, time. yeah i think i think really if i'm playing this deck i'm trying to go for the big combo i'm trying to make some sort of key abduction play happen maybe one day i get an epic quest and that would feel kind of cool but otherwise you know i think this would be fun to play but you know it's not all the way there yeah anyways all right, so that wraps up this crack of pack This is Bouncing Death Quirk. Uh, if you want to get to know more about us, you can join our Discord. Our Discord can be found through our social media. We are on Facebook and we are on Twitter at Death Quirk. Uh, we also have merch. You can find a link to our um, store uh, via our Discord. And then lastly, if you want additional content, Kodamarin does YouTube streaming uh, fairly regularly. And we also do coverage of big tournaments. So yeah, check that out at Kodamarin's YouTube channel. Uh, tell your friends about the show. I'll see you next time. Thanks a bunch. Thanks.